0: mm mm-hmm. So um, going to be an interesting show tonight. Oh yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to do my very very best mm-hmm. to keep my temper under control <laughs> and my volume down.
1: Well, you know, I would love I for you to join us. I promised my
0: wife. <laughs> she says, "Why do you have to scream and holler?" I said, "Because I'm passionate." Oh I'm yeah. Passionate about my subject matter.
1: Well, I mean, sometimes you have to. Be angry to be passionate. I mean, sometimes that's how people
0: express themselves. I'm like Italian eating. that comes yeah. with the territory.
1: Hey, Mexican. Hey, passionate. No. Is, passionate is our anger, our voice. That's how we express ourselves.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you need that's to get darker because you're too fucking light.
1: <laughs> hey, I try, but you know, when I, I go outside and I try to tan, I burn. I can't help it.
0: I've never that seen that a Mexican that burn. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> Me. You ready to go uh, do this uh, thing? Let's do this. Let's guess. do it.
1: everyone welcome to another episode of the big mouth i just had to record angelo screaming because he had to get out some frustrations
0: that (laughs) wasn't me kid (laughs) that was your husband trying to get out of the house
1: (laughs) as you can see i'm not joined right now by my co-host carrie jeffrey she will be on shortly so i asked angelo to fill in with us tonight well actually he'll be a guest of ours tonight welcome angelo to the show and tonight, well, thank you,
0: considering I created this
1: show. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the TikTok kind of did, but you know, we had fun with that, doing that. So, but I thank you again TikTok, for giving TikTok me this. TikTok
0: what? Show. What happened?
1: <laughs> that TikTok. TikTok, that we TikTok did
0: shit. Okay, let's me let's be real clear about a couple things. Well, young we did lady. a
1: joke and T- you know,
0: TikTok did shit. Well. It TikTok was a, did nothing. It this was, was in the works long before TikTok. Well, I got. I moves. thank
1: you for that. So first of all, thank you again for giving me my show.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. And uh-huh.
1: <laughs> as you know, we're uh, here for another episode tonight. We'll be discussing autism, and um, I wanted Angelo to be actually a part of the show as a guest because I know he's very passionate about this and get his opinion. And we're going to show some videos a little bit later, and get his opinion about autism Uh, here in the south as you know it has been it happens a lot that kids are misdiagnosed with autism adhd basically to me i think it's because schools are unfunded and they look for excuses to put children on medication
0: Mm -hmm. uh adhd that's a big part of it Amelia. Mm -hmm. that's a big part of it you mentioned being in the south Yes. There's a very very good reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: why almost all the southern belt schools yes have uh, an autism program
1: and ADHD because... as well if you've noticed. I don't yeah, know if ADHD.
0: you have or not. Well here's mm-hmm. the we're going to actually we're going to talk about that thing cuz you're going to hear mm-hmm. from a doctor mm-hmm. who says no 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 they're not the same. They're
1: not the same. And they're, they're not, not
0: the same. And he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I have a doctor on the show tonight by a videotape, Dr. Ram Karim. Mm-hmm. He's the only doctor that will tell you the truth about autism, like it or not. And he's even going to tell you the mistakes that he made. Mm-hmm. I found this doctor. And I thought, well, that's a refreshing change of pace. That here's a doctor telling you that he made a mistake. Oh, wow. You that's- find- yeah, you don't find that. Here's We're talking about being in the South. Here's the problem. And I have to shake my head mm-hmm. when I think about this. Because the- they naturally, they being, you know, the-, the powers that be, the money, the money right. grabber. -hmm. Okay. They give your school and your state money based on the number of autistic children and special needs children that they can enroll. Right. Correct. The more children they enroll, the more money your school gets. Absolutely. They're lumping everybody into the autism basket Mm -hmm. when they're not. No. A special needs child is not necessarily autistic. An autistic child is not necessarily developmentally disabled. They're not the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They've Correct. never
0: been the mm-hmm. same. No. The problem, Amelia, mm-hmm. is that they think that Southern people are stupid Correct. and don't ask questions. And mm-hmm. guess what? Right. For the most part, they're right. Mm-hmm. They don't ask questions. I'm not saying they're stupid, but they should speak up, and they don't. They accept what... If they hear it from an official, they believe it.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Where uh, here in the Northeast, we don't believe nothing anybody says. Right. You know? Unless a lightning bolt comes down from heaven. Yes, Yes, exactly. And then even then they question it. (laughs) Yes, because...
1: back when I was in uh, middle school, it's called junior high here, but up north it's called middle school. Uh, they try oh, to they put, junior high. Yeah. They try to put me in a, a reading class for people that were I guess slow learners. And I was like, what am I doing here? I don't belong in slow learners class. I can read very well. And yeah, I have, a, I can say acknowledge and, you know, these right. words And the teacher was like, what are you doing here? I said, I don't know. They just
0: yeah. tried to do your class. I guess. And that's the question. What are you doing? And that's my problem mm-hmm. with the, the, the basket called autism. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody, you know, I say everybody, meaning, the mm-hmm. officials, the authorities, the board of education, mm-hmm. uh, the United States Department of Education—they lump mm-hmm. all of this under this umbrella, this basket of autism, and Correct. it's not. Mm-mm. And we're going to talk about that. Let's right. talk about. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, here we go.
1: Oh, we got here. We go. In the chat
0: room. This is uh, uh, Cookley. Okay, oh, I love that name, Cookley. Uh, mm-hmm. Autism is simply heavy metal poisoning, particularly mercury. Well, you're partially right, Cookley. You are partially right. One of the, the contributing factors to autism is heavy metal poisoning. You say heavy metal. What are we talking about? Mercury, lead, particularly that, mercury yes. and lead. Mm-hmm. Now, there's supposed to be no more lead being used guess what folks big pharma big corporations big uh, uh paint companies they don't have to listen to to the rules no that, that everybody else has to follow you know why because they can afford to pay their way out of shit no oh, yes but is absolutely right mercury lead um arsenic by the way is a metal mm-hmm. okay um these kinds of things are absolutely contributing factors. The other thing she says, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm assuming that you're a she. I'm, I'm saying she. Mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with Asperger's, and since detoxing, I have less of the physical symptoms. It's all a matter of cleansing the system, and we're going yes. to talk about it. You're going to hear the doctor talk about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mercury is found in the flu shot. There's another place you're going to find, actually, a couple of other places you're going to find mercury mm-hmm. that may surprise you. Fish is one. No, yes. Okay?
1: It's heavy. And-
0: chicken is another. Why chicken? Because mercury makes up part of the steroids that they pump chicken with to make them plump and fat. Mm-hmm. Okay? Aluminum. Is in all shots. You're absolutely right. And urine therapy can detox. And I we can talk okay. about that if you want, Kugli. Because okay. I know a lot about urine therapy. Uh, one of the things that we will do tonight is we're going to separate the fact from the fiction. We're going to separate the myth from the rumor. All right. Okay. Speculation is one thing. All right. If anybody can speculate as to what has happened, but when you have a doctor come on, tell you what has happened, then you don't need to speculate anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Amelia, you came to this subject matter, you and Carrie. Yes. Um, Why did you pick this particular subject?
1: I believe that uh, Carrie is the one that has a child that has, that was diagnosed with autism.
0: Oh, that's right. You and my
1: about. my child, my son, who's now passed away, was diagnosed with ADHD. And he, uh, the, sym- the symptoms are very, very similar. And actually today I had a parent that was actually, uh, her child is in behavioral health. She actually adopted him as her grandson. Her parent, His parents have now passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, she told me, to get this, the school has been emailing her pretty much every day that her eight-year-old grandson has been getting up from class, going to sit in any desk he wants every day, and then getting up, going to sit down, getting up, getting to sit down yeah. pretty much every day, and gets out of class. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Well, they give him methaphenidate, They give him other medication. They give him clonidine. And I'm yeah. like, well, why? is says, because he doesn't behave himself. Could, not,
0: not first of all, none of that works. All right, it and doesn't... it's pr- and it's been proven not to work. Mm-hmm. Let me explain why that child is mm-hmm. getting up and walking around mm-hmm. because autism is a behavioral issue. Mm-hmm. It's not a mental issue. It's, it's behavioral. It. You've mm-hmm. got to change the. Well, it's it's mental to some degree. Mm-hmm. In that, in that, you change the mental outlook by changing the behavior. Right. And you change the behavior by changing the mental outlook. Mm-hmm. They seed off of each other, Amelia. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear Dr. Ram Kalim tonight. He's going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So um, you have experience. Can I ask you a question? i sure. will never ask you this. Uh, uh, the child you had that passed away was a boy. Boy. Yes. Okay. How old? when he passed away? Yeah.
1: He was uh, thirty-three.
0: Thirty-three when he passed. Mm-hmm. Did he have? I'm going. To, I'm going to ask you an important question. Mm-hmm. Did he have the symptomology of autism in his twenties and thirties?
1: Um, not really. I mean, I think it was just that's more of a hi- him being for. hyper, like he was that's exactly.
0: Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Um, and Cookley says, Yes, heavy metals affect mm-hmm. the brain. We absolutely know. You know why? Yeah. Here's why the brain is electric. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want everybody to think in terms of a car.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. A car. Your body is a car. Your brain is the battery. It's the electric mechanism that supplies the body. Okay. Now, if you short circuit that battery, what's gonna happen? The car's not gonna start right. No. Okay. The same thing, you're doing the same thing to the brain with these metals. It's short circuiting the electricity in the brain. Why? Because it's metal. Okay? It's like sticking your finger in a light socket. You don't want to do that, do you? No. Absolutely. Were...
1: You don't, because no. it's going to like. Uh...
0: There are families who have cured kids often by. Yes! Mm-hmm. And thank you. Kuk- oh, my God. Thank you, Cookley, for being here tonight. hmm. Remarkable! Oh, you are. You're going to stay with us tonight. I got news yeah. for you.
1: And also, absolutely. Too, uh, you know, as he was getting older, you, we could see a difference. You know, and also the way you're eating, the way he, you know, they said to feed him certain foods, and of course, you mm-hmm. know, we would do that. And um it just he grew pretty much out of that. And and today, I even asked the lady, the, the behavior health. I said, "Are you there physically, or are you just getting the email?" She goes, "I'm just getting emails." I said, "Well, I." Yeah. Do you believe what they're telling you? And there's our
0: Carrie, the pan, And she says, well, <laughs> she I have to in. believe. I was just about to ask you a question, too. You came in just at the right time. <laughs> we're talking about yes. autism, of course. You you, you were one of the people. Oh, sorry. You were yes. one of the people that suggested the show. Yes. Now, let me ask you a question. We're talking about, we have a, a, a young person. Uh, I, I'm saying, uh, I don't know if it's a male or female. I'm saying mm-hmm. a young woman. But Thank we have a person in the chat room named Cookley And she knows an awful lot about autism. Now, I don't know if this, again, I don't know male or female. It's just a name. She's a lady. And, okay. And va- valuable information. Here's what I want to ask you, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And, and welcome to the show. Again, again, this is you and Amelia tonight. I'm the, oh, Cookley is a lady. Thank you. <laughs> I, very good. I'm famous for for calling people, you know, young lady. Could be an old man back here going, young lady. Um, But you and I talked about this a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. um, When the school system came to you and said, uh, Miss Jeffries, we think your child may be autistic. What was your reaction or did you know beforehand?
2: I kind of knew beforehand um, my 14 year old. See, my 14 year old has almond shaped eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by looking at their eyes whether they have autism or not. So I'll sh- I could show you my two year old, which is behind me uh-huh, on the floor back there. But right. um, they thought that she might have a touch of autism because my 14 year old has autism, which is Asperger's. And.
0: No, 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 no,
4: no, 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 no. No. We're going
0: to talk about that. No. Nope. Yeah. I found something out, boy, big time, big time. Asperger's yeah. is not autism. Oh, I know. Let's clear that up right now. Asperger's is not now, never has been autism. First thing Kukli said, the first thing Kukli said was, I was diagnosed with Asperger's. Well, guess what? I don't think Cooley ever had Asperger's. I think she may have been autistic, but they diagnosed her. You're going to hear a doctor tonight, Carrie.
2: They say Asperger's is autism, but, you know.
0: It's not. You're going to hear a doctor tell you. He's going to tell you that he misdiagnosed people with autism that didn't have autism. Ooh. But he's uh-huh. going to tell you that the only doctor you'll meet that's honest enough to say I screwed up, and this is what he's doing to help change things over. Hmm. You know, um, my soul is non. I art okay. I get. I get it. I get it. I get it.
5: Uh-huh.
0: Non-binary. oh, oh you're uh-huh. one of them. Oh God, you're going to lose me. You're going to lose me there, Cookley. Talking crazy. You're talking that Demi Lovato shit. That non-binary crap. Cookley? Yeah, um, you know that person?
2: Is that my daughter? <laughs> Are you my daughter.
0: <laughs> is that? Oh, my God. Is that your daughter? I don't know. My soul is none. I right.
2: feel like it is.
0: Coogly, are you are you Carrie's daughter? Is this Carrie's daughter?
2: You better not be.
0: She says no. Okay. Well, oh, better...
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's playing a trick on you, and she's saying no. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> My daughter does that stuff, well, too.
0: Let's, <laughs> before we talk about mm-hmm. autism, we have to understand what autism is. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about what autism, autism spectrum disorder, ASD. Is a developmental disability caused by differences in the brain. Partly true. Partly true. Partly true. It's not completely true. The they call it ASD, okay? Autism spectrum disorder. They call it spectrum because you've got three bands. Pretty you've different. got the inner band, uh-huh. the center band, and the outer band, kind of like a rainbow, right? right. Mm-hmm. The outer band of autism, the autism spectrum, is the fringe of autism, <laughs> Asperger's, mm-hmm. um, you uh, ADD, ADHD, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attention deficit hyperactivity, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Okay, and that's that's on the outer rim. Mm-hmm. The inner core of that band is. It is basically the essence of autism, right? Which is lack of attention. Um, Yep. My daughter. Doing things (laughs) on a whim. Uh You know, there's all kinds of different characteristics we're going to talk about tonight. Um, Cooley says When they tested me, they did not test for heavy metal toxicity. Mm-hmm. And that's a big problem because one of the biggest issues
2: concerning
0: biggest... autism is the influx of heavy metals like lead, mm-hmm. like mercury, um, like arsenic, which is, is a heavy metal. Mm-hmm. OK, the three biggest the, the contributors to autism, most uh, most certainly mercury, which is in more things than people know. A lot of things. Every oh, yeah. piece of fish, every yep. piece of chicken you eat, That's has great. mercury in it because mm-hmm. it's it is part and parcel of the steroids that used to pump up chickens to make them fat. Okay,
2: because your good juiciness. No, I'm kidding. Right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Right? Yep. Gotta have so that. Here's what they say. They say autism spectrum disorder is a developmental disability caused by the differences, then they're partly right. Partly. Mm -hmm. Okay. People with ASD often have problems with social communication and interaction. That's true. And restricted or repetitive behavior, and that's true. (laughs) Okay. Here's why. They do things repeatedly because they feel comfort in it. It's their comfort zone. Yeah. You'll see somebody, for example, I saw a young man today with autism. Particularly, he had Asperger's syndrome. Okay? He, he was <laughs> fixated. He was fixated on a pair of glasses. Um, and there's no, no particular reason. Just He was fixated on a pair of glasses. Mm-hmm. He had to wear these glasses. Even wow. though he doesn't wear glasses Hmm. now why why would somebody be fixated on glasses who doesn't wear glasses because it was new it was different it was unusual yeah he saw somebody else that had glasses and he wanted to know what it was like to wear glasses and he wore them all day okay this is what we're talking about. It's partly mental, but it's a lot of physical. Uh-huh. The biggest, the biggest thing is behavior modification. Yeah, behavior modification.
2: A lot of it, really.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, what did they tell you, Carrie? What did they tell you um, when you uh, when you sat down? I'm guessing with the guidance counselors or school officials or whatever
2: well it wasn't really like started there so my my husband's aunt she used to work in the um the social services and whatnot Mm -hmm. she did it for many years and she actually looked at my daughter when she was little and she's like and she was about two about my my younger daughter's age, about two and she looks at her and she says i think she's got autism and i said why she said you can see it in her eyes I looked at her eye. I, I mean, of course I'm mom, so I'm not gonna uh-huh. look at her and say, mm-hmm. whatever. I said, my daughter ain't got no autism. Well, when she got old enough, we sent her to a program and I don't know if it's the same called same thing everywhere, uh-huh. a program that her pediatrician recommended us go to and it's called Teach. And yeah. we had to sign her up for it and they test for motor skills and speech and uh-huh. just talk to them in a room and see how they interact and what they do. Mm-hmm daughter when she was little just like this she would roll her hands like this a lot like you know roll their hands
0: repetitive behavior yeah yeah Yeah.
2: when she'd get mad she'd go you know and she would I mean that's what my Mm -hmm. little daughter does but she doesn't Mm yeah
0: um
2: just a lot of the same you know stuff over and over Mm -hmm. behavior than anything so it wasn't really developmental it was acting out and we went to therapists, behavioral clinics, um,
3: uh-huh.
2: each. We've been to um, speech therapies, all kinds of stuff. And my daughter's a toe walker because of autism.
3: Uh-huh. So makes mm. it
2: a worse. So now she's 14 and her she doesn't.
5: Yeah. You
0: know,
2: she I'm won't sure. walk flat-footed, but she won't walk yeah. flat You know what I mean? So I'm it's, sure. it's kind of hard, but she does take medicine. Can I ask you a
0: question? Is she pigeon-toed? No. Interesting, interesting. I asked that footed. question for a reason.
2: She can walk flat-footed, but because she's walked for 14 years this way, if she does walk
0: Okay, and you, you just proved what I said a moment ago. Mm-hmm. They find their comfort zone. Now, mm-hmm. that may look uncomfortable to you, yeah. Mm-hmm. but your daughter evidently found it's a comfort un- zone in that. Yeah. So, I want everybody to look at something here. This is Dr. Joshua Kirsch. He's a psychologist, uh, a
3: behavioral psychologist. Take a look at him. Autism diagnosis rates have skyrocketed. Scientists still aren't sure what causes autism, but parents and activists have invented some pretty crazy ideas. Television, allergies, antibiotics, GMOs, cell phones, gluten and of course, life-saving vaccines. But in the scramble to explain the autism epidemic, we've forgotten one important fact. Autism is not actually on the rise.
0: One advocate calls this a national epidemic in need of a national plan.
3: More kids than ever before are being diagnosed with autism spectrum disorders. There is a huge
2: autism tsunami that is going to hit the state budget if they don't take steps to ensure that the kids are getting treatment.
3: Autism was virtually unheard of back in 1975, when the diagnosis rate was something like one in 5,000. But by 2002, that number had jumped to 1 in 150. Right now, it's closer to 1 in 68. Now that looks a lot like an autism epidemic until you really dive into the numbers. Scientists recently mapped out the number of children diagnosed with autism between 2000 and 2010 and found the telltale signs of an epidemic. Rates of diagnosis had increased by a factor of five. But then they also found something strange. Even as the autism rates went up, the number of children enrolled in special education programs remained virtually the same for 10 years. Where were all the autistic children going? If there's an autism epidemic, and a five-fold increase in autism cases since the year 2000, why don't we have significantly more children enrolled in special education? Back in 1975, physicians diagnosed thousands of children every year with intellectual disabilities or learning disabilities, even though they weren't exactly sure what was wrong with them. Those children entered the special education system just like any other child. And that's what
0: I said about 20 minutes ago, Amelia. Right. They lump them into this basket, this Mm -hmm. special ed basket, call it autism. Okay, just lump them in there and we'll get state funding and we'll take care of everybody. Mm -hmm. Problem is they don't take care of anybody but their pockets. Exactly.
3: So listen to Dr. Hirsch. with a severe psychiatric diagnosis. Later, as we began to learn more about autism, those children who were once called intellectually disabled were slowly being diagnosed as autistic. In other words, we always had this many autistic people in the United States, we just didn't call it autism. And now that we have a better understanding of autism, we diagnose it more often. There is no autism epidemic. Higher rates of autism diagnosis are largely due to a shift in... Do you agree with that statement, either one of you?
2: That there's not an autism epidemic?
0: That's what he said.
2: I mean, I don't think there is one. I think that a lot of kids do get misdiagnosed for other things.
1: Oh yeah, I think so too. Just to get the school funding for something, so they could uh, fund a sports you program. You put your
0: finger on it, mm-hmm. and I think you absolutely put your finger on it. Mm-hmm. It all has to do with school oh. funding. Mm-hmm. We talked, Carrie. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's true. You, your kid is making money for that school. Especially do, I, do I personally believe? That there's an autism epidemic? Not on your fucking life, I don't believe it. Absolutely not. Not for one moment do I believe that. Let's listen to
3: Dr. Hirsch. Classification, not gluten or vaccines. And if anyone tells you otherwise, that's junk science. Is that your baby you had there?
0: Yep. There she is. Oh, look at that little cutie. (laughs) Say hi. (laughs) Hi. I have a 16-year-old granddaughter who, from the time she could stand, mm-hmm. didn't speak to anyone, didn't communicate with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't talk. Would would scream at the top of bloody murder at the top of her lungs. Mm-hmm. And no, and my and my daughter mm-hmm. never took her to be diagnosed with anything. Mm-hmm. If I if I were to say mm-hmm. that a person was autistic, I would say she is.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, nope. I can't have any say over it because she doesn't talk to me and her mother doesn't talk to me. No, but exp- but no. what what they have done explains all the behavior I need to know. Mm-hmm. That's autism at its classic best. Now. No. Let's talk about what Dr. Hirsch said. Okay. What he said basically is we got this big barrel here uh-huh. and we got all these different diagnoses in it. We've got Asperger's and autism and we've got uh behavioral, um, you know, di- 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 uh, behavioral dissension, which uh-huh. basically is disassociative disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, we've got people that are, you know, uh, emotionally detached Mm -hmm. calling calling that autism. Yes. Well, emotional detachment is not autism. Mm -mm. It can be something far worse or it could be nothing at all. It all depends on what you're talking about. Is it a 10 year old kid, a five year old kid or a 35 year old man or woman? Mm hmm. And by the way, autism is not exclusive to children. No, it's not. It's not exclusive to children at all. We got a woman in our chat room. We got a, we have a woman in our chat room, Kukli, was diagnosed in 2020. Oh, uh, stop. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's only three years ago. Yeah? I'm going to ask Kukli if... Kukli, I know this is... Um, I know this is a, 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 a kind of being personal, but if I send you an invite, can you join us on the show tonight? Would you do that for me? If I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her a minute to answer. Mm-hmm. I would love for her to be on the show with us. Yeah, and because this it, woman's got some some knowledge,
1: mm-hmm. no. you know. No. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I would we love treat people her
0: on the show.
1: We treat people that are different ages that say that they're like this, and a lot and she of she says
0: cute kid. By the way, <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> yeah, you, you can
1: miss. We treat people of all ages for different things, and we find too that a lot of people are saying that they are diagnosed with this just to say, you know, they want the medication. Um, and well, and then a lot how of them many- are that way.
0: That's yeah. an interesting point you bring up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I know somebody. Since you oh, said,
0: she's a go question, uh-huh.
2: I know somebody, I and I'm not going to say their name because mm-hmm. I'm right put their name out there. But I know somebody that was taking a child's medicine. Mm-hmm. They didn't go to school for the summer because they said it gave them made them calm and yeah nerves. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: That's yeah. another thing we're going to talk about. Actually, there's a person here. Um, people,
2: people do that. They
0: okay. I'll tell you what, Cookley, you can join us absolutely. Um, it's going to give you the option to be on camera or not. Yeah, you, you don't have to be on camera to be on the show.
2: You can turn it off to be like this.
0: Yeah, you you could do like like Carrie uh, just did. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to send. I don't Amelia, want to- I'm going to send this to uh to Kugly.
1: Yeah, that's great. I would love for her to be on our show. That would be fantastic. Yeah.
0: Is that All a- I'm sending this link <laughs> to, the, to the chat box. There you go. Click on that link, Googly. Okay, you see there. Just click on that link. Um and then it'll give you the option oh, to. Oh, you don't you know, have
1: to be good with communication. We'll just ask you some questions and you just answer and uh, just be yeah. for speaking. And me. I, I, I learned, <laughs> I was not comfortable in front of the camera myself and I learned. And... Me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've got two great teachers right here. <laughs> well, I'll tell you
0: what I would really like. Mm-hmm. I'd really like oh, her to it. be part of this.
1: Mm-hmm. I would because, love for you to be a part of it as well. Right, Carrie? We would love well, for her to be a part of
0: it. If Give me a minute, Amelia, please. Please don't. Uh, I'd like her to be part of this for, for a couple of reasons, not mm-hmm. the least of which she's the woman who can add to this conversation of two Absolutely. other women. And I can, you know, back myself out of this and just show mm-hmm. The, the videos that I put together And I'm going to produce the show for you Of course mm-hmm. But it's a I will do um... Okay Amelia can you give her a hand with that Yeah uh, let's see Okay so Carrie you and I are going to talk um, So it, it, Here's the interesting thing though the, the biggest problem As I see it And having watched You know, more videos on autism than I care to. um, It seems to be the biggest issue is what is autism? How do we diagnose it? Are we diagnosing it properly? Um, How do you get it? Do you get it? Is it biological? Is it uh, external? Is it in your blood? Is it in your genes? Nobody knows. They can't answer that question. So, what what are you? What is your knowledge? What do you? What do you know about uh, these questions I've just asked? Which are um, probably many, but uh,
2: I have a brother. Let me just say this, and I forgot to tell you about this. I have a brother. He's my half brother, right? So he's my half-brother from my dad and my stepmother. He is, I want to say 25. He was born in 96. So I'm going to say 25. Um, He was diagnosed with autism when he was about six years old. Okay. And when I say he's autistic, I-, I do think that he's autistic. And the reason why I say that is because he didn't grow like he should, like his developmental body okay mm-hmm. um is that of a five-year-old so he didn't really develop there not only did he not develop there but he didn't develop there either
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: so that as a baby so yeah. his horse didn't come out um, right if his- they
0: call that infantile genitalia
2: yep and yeah. his is very he can talk like an adult he says words but the way that he talks sounds like a toddler like yeah. you know like a baby talk yeah um, and he's a he's a grown man he's 25 and he you uh-huh. know all and everything but the, when you look at him you would think that he was a teenage kid yeah because of the way he is um his behavior-
0: and, and again that's you know absolute confirmation of what I said earlier oh, is my. that autism can affect anyone yeah it's not. People think Carrie that autism is a child's problem to deal with, the child's disease, and it's really not. It's it. It can affect anyone.
2: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, of any age.
0: Ain't that right, head.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, she's on her
0: um boyfriend. Okay. Well, I'll email. tell you what. She can, th- You know what? Emilia, why don't you do uh-huh. this for me? Mm -hmm. I I would love Amelia for you Mm -hmm. To monitor the chat room Okay okay I can't do That from here because I've got commercial I'm coming up on a commercial okay I've Got to do this commercial like right Now Mm -hmm. so let me Do my commercial let's do this and Then Mm -hmm. we will um, We'll we'll get back to where we were okay Okay Okay. folks we'll be back Right after this (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you have Sweaty balls or Volleyball netty balls it's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WrestlingFuture for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WrestlingFuture for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the wall with Manscaped.com. And the Lawnmower 3.0, your boss will thank you. And so will we.
1: Oh get that. she's with her mama. Amelia, <laughs> you, you lost
0: half your face, Amelia. where you I'm at?
1: right here? <laughs> I got a different chair is so what happened.
0: Oh, oh okay.
1: <laughs> I got a comfortable I was chair. Say, you, time.
0: you sunk down like five feet. Where the hell did you I go? I know,
1: right? I'm short.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Jeez, what it? <laughs> it looks we uh, like got we have um breaking news, guys. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news right now from the newsroom yes film actress raquel welch has died at the age of 83 oh no yes this just in raquel welch Known for her scantily clad appearance in the film One Million Years B.C., has passed oh, away man. at the age of 83, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Um, have you guys ever seen her perform in a, in a movie? Or
1: I, She did yes. a
0: famous movie back in the uh, the early 1970s, Amelia, called uh, Myra Breckinridge*. hmm that's all I'm going to say. Just Google it. You And
1: I know that she was famous for those bedroom eyes, as they used to say. Yeah,
0: right? bedroom eyes and the mm-hmm. bedroom body. <laughs> <laughs> that was Raquel Welch. Yes, Carrie, you have that concentration look on your face. What are you trying to figure out?
2: I remember her from another movie too. I'm trying to think uh-huh. of
0: what. I think. She, oh my got, God! Yeah, she. I think she's got been around a long time. Here. Oh my God!
2: Oh, somebody. <laughs> Bigly Blonde. I don't know what
1: part she was in, but she was in that movie. I think we have uh, somebody in the chat there. Oh, that's my movie.
2: He don't <laughs> need Yes, yeah, the Dirt Blonde, Digger. House of Versace. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let's see. What else? I'm looking at the movies I know. Let's see. Yeah, that that was an actress.
1: I mean, that was an actress. That was Oh, incredible. yeah. yeah boy.
4: I've seen
1: Many places, yeah. Uh-huh. She, I mean, wow. She's been quite a few. Yeah, that yeah. that, ladies and gentlemen, wow. that's when you were. That's when you can call an actress an actress, because
0: Yeah, they were yeah. movie. They were movie stars back then. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. We um <laughs> we we wish the Hollywood community um uh, I guess how would you want to say it? we we wish them our condolences uh, sincerely. Um, we certainly give our prayers and our condolences to our family and our mm-hmm. uh, we grieve with you of course um
2: that's horrible
0: I will you. tell you though that uh, you know she she was a woman who uh, didn't let things anything stop her no. uh, let's talk a little bit about this um autism mm-hmm. so here's what they say One and I read this earlier but the people with ASD have often, have problems with social communication interaction and restricted or re- repetitive behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, let's yeah. see. Um, people with, uh, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. They said people with ASD may also have different ways of learning, moving, yes. or paying attention. And they should. Be, mm-hmm. Why? Because. Not everybody is a blanket case. No,
1: it's not. not
0: nope. Every you you must you must treat every case differently yes. on its own merit. If you don't, you end up like Carrie's poor baby or your your son, mm-hmm. you know, or right. her brother, where people don't know what to no. do. No, he because was there. It- I mean he would never had treatment either. Mm-hmm. My stepmother And that's that that you're making my, my case for me.
2: But like she refused to give him medication. And let me tell you this, because of that, he he had we know he had autism, but he also had schizophrenia and bipolar together. And I know this sounds bad to say and I, I do have to say it. Um he killed his mother. Not mm-hmm. intentionally, but he did. Um, okay. When I, so I'll tell you kind of what happened. Um, shortly. No, no,
0: we're not going to go into that. We're not going to do that. It kind what of we're going to do is discuss. Like about uh, the. Control,
2: you know how, how autistic kids have that one possession,
0: that if yeah. you take
2: away from them, it causes them to go into, like a battle mode. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's
2: say she took his phone away, and then yeah. that's kind of what him. it's what
0: they call carried the fight or flight mode yes that's what they call it the fight or flight mode mm-hmm. um and it's very real it's yes. very very real yes
1: it is very um, real. amelia
0: today. you are going to take over this puppy again um mm-hmm. i am going to pull back and i am going to do mm-hmm. what i do best is produce your show okay okay um because you're you're in good hands you got Mm-hmm. in there you got the dirt digger mm-hmm. you got well, my boy dirt digger mm-hmm. my yep. man Well, yep. we're good yep. yes and you got you got the uh, carrie mm-hmm. jeffrey mm-hmm. and uh of course amelia the pit bull folks <laughs> well, so i'm going to jump back I... here a little bit and produce the show okay
1: okay, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. and also i think that uh, as you were saying you know they have certain things that they hold on to dearly. Yeah. And that's what they're, uh, that's their, that's I a, guess their blanket. They, that's because yeah.
2: that power. Yeah. Like my that, daughter, 14 year old. Mm-hmm. And th- so this was, this is kind of cute, but kind of like, you know, th- this is how it shows you that they have possession of things. Mm-hmm. My husband's father. So my father-in-law um gave the kids money for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. and um, we happened to be in Crackle Barrel when we did it, and she's seen this little stuffed dog kind of thing. It's like one of the Thai mm-hmm. babies, with, like Thai animals, and it was this little dog, and his name happened to be Duke, and, mm. I mean, he was just as big as nothing, and she wanted that dog. Oh. You have the money, you go get it, and she bought, the, she bought it. Everywhere she went for, I mean... My husband could probably tell you, I I bet four or five years, mm-hmm. about seven, around that time, seven or so, mm-hmm. she carried that dog everywhere. She slept with it. It was so dirty and grungy after after a while. Mm-hmm. We would throw it in the wash. She still would carry it everywhere. And finally, I said, Kayla, we need to replace that one and get a newer dog. No, I don't want that oh, one. I
1: want- no, they won't do it because that's our security oh. blanket.
2: And to this day, she'll be 14 in March. Mm -hmm. She still has that dog, but she doesn't sleep with it. Mm -hmm. It's in her toy box. Like, so she still has trouble getting rid of things too. Like she has some Mm -hmm. of her younger toys that she got when she was like six and seven and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why don't you come to your sister? But they're mine. They're mine. They're mine. You know, so she won't do that. Um, She still sleeps with stuffed animals. You know, she has to have things around her. You know, just things like that. And she, so it's, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those things that I understand because I'm looking at it firsthand. So I do have my brother that has the autism. So I grew up around that before mm-hmm. I had my kids and I didn't understand what it was back then. I just thought he needs his butt tore up. All right. But uh, I'm, young, you know, I'm, I'm 37, about to be thirty-seven, mm-hmm. 85 so I would babysit them and I'd be like, no, you're not going to do that. You need your ass off. Yeah. And as I got older and then I had my own kid, I realized, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So th- th- this is real stuff. This isn't, and it is, it you is, know? is real stuff. Yeah. But it has ADHD,
1: mm-hmm. the
2: baby. I mean, she doesn't have autism, mm-hmm. but I think she has hyperactive because you've mm-hmm. seen her. We, we, yeah. We, 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 we. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's, she's all over the place, but it's, mm-hmm. I think it's just being a kid. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when my daughter was diagnosed at such a young age, who's to say that at that point she wasn't just being a kid and they were misinterpreted mm-hmm. of her mm-hmm. actually just being a general child right. versus now, you know, she's 14 years old, she's been on medication since she was six, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's now she has to have it to thrive right. because she's like, yeah. body-
1: yeah, my my son grew out of that because he was hyperactive and everything. We gave him the medication and uh, he may have needed it. He Maybe he didn't, but, you know, he couldn't, you know, he didn't maybe, you know, learn with it or learn without it. We don't know now, but when he got older, he didn't need it. But he had that special cap, baseball cap that he had to have yeah. all the time. And, of course, you know, uh, well, the, been... per, his spouse has it now, but, you know, yeah. he always had to have that cap. And, you know, we understand yeah. that. And.
2: I think he was uh, 16 or 17. He took a off of a medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he told his grandmother, because he was living with his grandmother at the, mm-hmm. at the time, he told his grandmother, he said, Grandma, I don't like the way this makes me. Feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what happened. Like
2: I don't like the way this makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And um, he stopped taking it. He was mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm All not right. doing it. So, well,
1: I, I think that we ha- also have this video of this lady that um, I think she's a. Um, she's a teacher, um, a psychologist that uh,
5: Angela was telling us Hi, about. Hi, this is Deb Dunn. I'm the Outreach Director at the Center for Autism Research at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and I am creating another video from the International Meeting for Autism Research being held currently in Toronto. I wanted to talk about one of the sessions that I went to this morning, um, entitled Stability and Predictors of the Developmental Course of ASD from Childhood to Adolescence. Um, it's a study that comes out of the Netherlands, and for me, it was particularly interesting um, because it made me remember back to the very first MFAR that I attended back in 2009 in Chicago. At that meeting, the big story of the day uh, was about optimal outcome. An optimal outcome referred to individuals who were accurately diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder in childhood, but after intervention and after um, growing up, no longer met diagnostic criteria. Um, So this particular study looked at individuals who were diagnosed uh, with autism spectrum disorder in childhood um, and then looked at them again in adolescence to look at how many of those individuals held on to the diagnosis and how many, if any, uh, no longer qualified uh, under DSM-IV for an autism spectrum disorder. Uh, What the study found was that 26% of the individuals with high-functioning autism, um, defined as IQs greater than 70, and indeed the mean IQ of their sample was 95, um, 26% of individuals with high-functioning autism no longer met diagnostic criteria using DSM-IV. I was, uh, when I heard this, quite shocked to be honest. I think we normally hear of autism spectrum disorders as lifelong, uh, conditions, uh, that you don't outgrow and that, uh, while individuals certainly improve, that the, the, core deficits of autism always remain difficult for individuals, though they learn how to compensate and they find a niche in society oftentimes and can be quite successful. Um, Whether or not an individual can move off-spectrum has been still, even since 2009, up for debate. Um, so, using this diagnostic, the same diagnostic criteria, DSM 4, they found that 26% no longer met criteria uh, of the high functioning autism kids who uh, were diagnosed as children. Um, what distinguished the kids that they found who moved off spectrum uh, was that these children, uh, as children, these adolescents when they were children, uh, had less pragmatic language issues, um, and they also had more social contact and had less orientation, social orientation problems um, as children. And also, as the IQ increased, so did the likelihood um, that these individuals would move off spectrum. Um, What was interesting about this study, however, is that even though so many individuals moved off of the autism spectrum, 34% of the 26 who moved off um, did move to another psychiatric diagnosis. Um, So they're not, out of the woods, if you will. Um, you know, it's not that they have magically lost any comorbid conditions or other symptomatology that might be associated um, or frequently seen with ASD. Um, as a parent, I worry about studies like this that talk about uh, individuals moving off of the autism spectrum because I wonder what it does for us as parents and also for society in terms of thinking about longer term consequences. Uh, the kids that moved off spectrum, they were looked again at uh, between the ages of 12 and 19 and found not to meet diagnostic criteria. Um, When we're looking at ages 12 to 19, um, all of the children in the sample were still uh, in a school setting. Um, They had not yet, presumably, transition to work or to higher education which itself might bring on uh, different challenges that uh, might make certain autism symptoms reappear if you will
3: Um, I don't think
5: that you know necessarily they have disappeared but they may have laid dormant uh, for a time and not shown themselves because of good intervention because of uh, structured environments that have been set up, even if the individual no longer receives specific supports, um, there has been, likely, over time, a safe environment uh, established, friendships that have um, taken quite a while to facilitate, that have developed and blossomed. And I wonder what happens to these individuals once that uh, sense of, um, of an environment that they're comfortable with uh, changes uh, and they transition to another stage. Um, so while I find it heartening um, that many individuals uh, do no longer have so many uh, challenges in their life, I, I worry that um, parents may get uh, may feel like, oh I can let my guard down, I don't have to worry about employment issues, housing issues, friendship issues, when those things may reappear later. Um, and then society as well may think, well, we don't have to worry as much about um, employment and other issues. Um, so as a parent, uh, it's a study that I find very interesting, um, but one that I think needs a lot a lot more research into what happens to these individuals. So the, the other psychiatric diagnoses, we didn't learn today what those are. Presumably they are ADHD and anxiety issues. Um, but what that means for individuals uh, who lose their diagnosis. Um, Anyway, I think uh, I'll certainly report back if there are more studies that discuss this topic as it's one that's uh, interesting to me uh, as a parent and as a professional. And uh, stay tuned for more updates later today.
1: Okay, I think I can
5: help that lady. first of did, all did, did you uh-uh. did you
0: understand a fucking thing she said uh-uh. by the way no. i'm back because i got an and and a message here
3: uh-huh. that
0: said angelo please get back there and save this conversation and that <laughs> it literally said that so i had to jump back here
2: <laughs>
1: Carrie, so for, I, was, I was i was wanting to what listen you to you
0: the whole thing at? before i
2: I'm waiting on my husband to respond because my mom keeps calling and it keeps blocking the screen, and I'm like, "Oh, I've told oh. <laughs> no. her I'm on a." Do podcast. you need me to let you go? on. No, I think uh, my mom. Look, I'm not trying to be hateful, but I think my mom has autism because she doesn't I, oh. say the word no. <laughs> uh, no. I wanted to listen to the whole video before. No, I, even I think your mother in. has
0: ADHD. Guys, them.
2: I said, "Mom, please, I'm on, I'm on live. I'm on a uh, podcast. It, I'll call you uh, back uh, after." It, She's like, okay, and then she calls me right back.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's it's not that I wanted no, to No, I'm good. I, I my to
1: take care of it.
2: So oh, Husband,
0: can yeah. you call her,
1: please? Thank you.
0: <laughs> I said, we'll take care of it, Karen. Look,
1: whoever um, said that, I didn't want to save
2: the podcast. I okay, wanted everyone to listen to this.
1: Go ahead,
0: Amelia.
2: Okay? I understood
1: Go what ahead, she's
0: Milla.
2: saying because I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. What yeah. she's saying in yeah. my daughter's IEP meetings.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, exactly. I've
2: mm-hmm. So I understand what she's saying. Mm-hmm. in the IEP meetings now
0: let me tell you you said something so critical Carrie I don't think you even realized what you said IEP it's IEP. Is, is called an individualized educational program now let yes. me tell you something about that my daughter
2: like a well they call it plan here but she's yeah.
0: 23 now mm-hmm. all four years of high school and all eight years of grade school. She had IEP. Mine does too. Yep. They not one time. See, the school systems here, they're pretty strict. Mm-hmm. Not once, not once did they diagnose her with autism. What they said was she needs a little extra help. That's all you need. Sometimes yeah. all you need is a little extra, extra. help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without blowing it out of proportion, Mm -hmm. you know, like a fucking atomic bomb and calling it autism or Asperger's or, you know, attention deficit or attention hyperactivity disorder. Mm -hmm. That's not what it is. Sometimes folks listen to me. Sometimes they just need a little help in math class.
1: That's it. That's all they need. Just a little yeah, help to help
0: them reach over that little
2: curve that they
0: can just in, in other words, like carry, like something to push them over the hump.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's good. I mean, look, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Amelia, you've seen my daughter. Yes. I've seen her come into my lives. Mm-hmm. If you've ever checked out, and I don't want to mention this app, but I've got to mm-hmm. just for this purpose. Mm-hmm. But if you've ever seen her TikTok profiles, she can get on there and edit accounts like nobody's business. She's a master on the computer. She's smart. She'll teach me stuff that mm-hmm. I should be knowing as her parent, right? Like literally, we block some programs on her computer, yeah. and she found a way around them because she's smart.
3: Now she I bored. met she my Carrie.
0: You just reminded me of something. I don't know mm-hmm. if I told you this, Amelia. Mm-hmm. Anita and I go to Wild. Whatever you're on vacation, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We met a mother of an autistic young girl Mm -hmm. and her brother. Now, her brother, here's the interesting thing. The only person she trusted is her brother. He was her caretaker. Mm -hmm. The mother had to make the brother the caretaker. Now, listen to this. You reminded me when you said that your daughter's a computer whiz because this girl... She's got 5.7 million followers on YouTube. Wow. 5.7 million. That's crazy. Wow. And all she does is sit in her room all day and crank out video after video after video. And she just sits there from morning to night and just cranks out videos. She gets in front of a computer Uh and she's like, you know, take me to the to the fair. You know, buy me roses and blah blah blah. Uh huh. Well, you take her out of her bedroom, mm-hmm. and she don't talk. She won't look at you. She'll put her head what? down. She mm-hmm. wants nothing to do with anyone, unless or until she's in her room by herself, in front of her computer. Five point seven million. Wow. Not, I'm not even. Please, I'm not even bullshitting you. Wow. Okay. Now. It's crazy. That's, it is crazy
1: yeah, it is crazy, crazy. Thing,
0: but Carrie think about what was Amelia what we uh, what we said before even before uh, Carrie got here mm-hmm. think about what they there's a fine line between genius and insanity
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay there's a fine yeah. line between genius and autism you've heard this term and I I, I hate this term mm-hmm. it's called an idiot savant okay yep that's what they used to call someone that was so, so smart, but couldn't relate to anybody. They used to call them idiot savants. They mm-hmm. were so brilliant, but they couldn't. They couldn't say hi. How are you? No. Okay. Wow. Like saying hello became a big chore.
2: Yeah. It's hard okay. To get-
0: but I'll give you a perfect example of who I'm talking to. Uh, talking about. His name was John Nash Did you ever see a movie called A Beautiful Mind
1: I heard of it But I Russell, never got to see Russell
0: it Russell Crowe played John Nash Jennifer Connelly Played his wife It's a movie if you guys know what I'm talking about It's called A Beautiful Mind I've Never. And seen that. that film Is utterly Brilliant It's the essence of of autism Mm -hmm. before they had a name for it. Okay. They didn't know what to call it. He was an idiot savant. He was so brilliant that people couldn't relate to him. Well, that's how it is with a lot of people. A lot of people that are misdiagnosed. They don't understand. Um, Who's, who's this? Oh, Ramsey Dunkle. I don't Am I saying that name right? Dunkle? Dunkle, because I screw, Dunkel. Dunkel, cause I screw yeah. that name up every mm-hmm. week. Sorry, Dun- I'm sorry, Ramsey. My mm-hmm. son has ADHD, but he has helped his stuff, uh, animals around him. And that's another thing. It's the comfort mm-hmm. thing. You know, stuffed yes. animals. Um, mm-hmm. A favorite little, like a blanket. Like yes. A, you know, um, mm-hmm. my wife has her minky. She loves that thing. Um, with I wonder if he has uh, Austin. I mean, autism. Oh, autism. Yeah, not mm-hmm. Austin. I was going to say Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, autism. Okay. Um, Ramsey, has your son ever been diagnosed or, or treated for anything behaviorally? And if you can answer that honestly, I'd appreciate it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, and the, that lady, the reason I wanted to let that video play is because what she was saying that. That between the, the ages of twelve to nineteen, and the twenty six percent, and then the structure, the structure environment. Just because you have a structure environment for somebody doesn't mean anything. Because it means nothing. It means nothing. Think and about wanna,
0: something, yeah, Amelia. It think about something. Mm-hmm. School is a structured environment. That's
1: it. Exactly. And
0: most kids with autism fail miserably in mm-hmm. school. It is. They do. And not. And it's not their fault. It's Mm-mm. the teacher's fault because they don't know how to treat yes. the problem. Mm-hmm. They don't. Nope. But they sure fucking take the money, that's for exactly. sure.
1: Because how can you keep a strict structured environment at home, just like school? Because school and home are going to be completely different.
0: North Carolina school system is awful. I mm-hmm. absolutely agree with you, Dirt Digger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. It, it was hard horrible. for us to keep these Anything south of the Mason-Dixon line blows, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just horrible. It is, it, it re- and I'm not saying that to be no. prejudiced.
1: No, it's, it's true. Horrible. No, it is true. I mean, school is like systems that.
0: below the Mason-Dixon line suck. Know. They no. really suck. Mm-hmm. They for the better, yeah. I want you guys to hear from a doctor. I've been waiting all night to play this. Mm-hmm. His name is Doctor Ram Raquel. Yeah, I wanted to save I the best for last Ram, one. <laughs> Ram Ram Raquel. I think that's how you mm-hmm. say it, or Rakim. Rakim, Rakim. That's it. Rakim. Dr. Rakeem is an, an amazing doctor because he did, the, he did something in one of these three videos that I never heard a doctor do. He admitted that he was wrong. Okay? You're going to hear him say himself what happened and what he's doing to rectify it. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to video number one. There's three videos. They're very short. The first mm-hmm. one's about five minutes, three minutes, and two minutes. Let's
4: watch. Mm-hmm. Autism and the symptoms and the morbidities that occur in autism. And I want to start by giving an example. Watch me. <coughs> I coughed. <coughs> I had a bout of cough. B O U T, a string of cough. While I was coughing, at the end of my cough. I became short of breath. Sometimes, at the end of a long bout of cough, I may wheeze. Mm. Mm. While I was doing that, my chest was hurting. And at times, at the end of a bout of cough, I bring up phlegm. The phlegm looks bad. It looks almost like pus. And it has a streak of blood. It has a foul smell. Last night, I had a fever. For the last 10 nights, I've been waking up in the middle of the night with night sweats. And in the last one month, I lost 8 pounds of weight. And I'm not trying to lose weight. So, cough, bouts of cough, chest pain, shortness of breath, wheezing, fever, loss of weight, night sweat, they're all symptoms. What could be the diagnosis? Diagnosis could be bronchitis, pneumonia, bronchiectasis, it's a complex lung condition that produces terrible looking sputum, streak of blood, tuberculosis. I'm an older man, it could be cancer, I'm losing weight, I have night sweats. Those are diagnoses. these are symptoms. I notice a lot of parents in this field that I encounter get confused between diagnosis and symptoms. Many of the symptoms of autism have taken on a life of their own with words like fine motor coordination disorder, sensory integration disorder, auditory integration disorder, sleep delay, sleep disorder, uh, expressive language disorder, uh, hyperactivity, hypotonia, mental uh, developmental delay, ADD, ADHD. No, they're all manifestations and symptoms of children with autism at a certain age. The younger child might have serious feeding difficulties. The older infant would have tremendous problems with constipation, serious difficulty with sleep. That's not a sleep disorder, that's very much part of autism. So I urge people not to get hung up, not to walk away from the doctor's office with a diagnosis of a symptom carried as a diagnosis. You must ask, why does my child not sleep? Every child should sleep. A a two-and-a-half-year-old should sleep nine, ten hours. This guy does not. You have to understand why not. So I have now noticed over the last 20 years, there is tremendous confusion with the, the way people read their material regarding all of these what I call comorbidities or basically the symptoms of a very complex biologically determined behavioral disorder called autism. Therefore, as you learn about autism for your own child, please ask a question. Is it simply not a symptom? Should I kill myself trying to do the biomedical treatments? Or should I spend all my resources on the treatment of the core problem in autism, which is, It's a social communication disorder. How do I make my child a socially communicative being so he would have a life? I want you guys to look at something.
0: And I thank you for listening to him because we're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I want you to look at something. Carrie and Amelia, Mm -hmm. look at the sign that the doctor is sitting next to. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Let me read off some of what's on there. It says Asperger syndrome, anxiety, autism, Tourette syndrome. Okay? It says attention deficit, a- attention hyperactivity disorder, attention deficit disorder. Um, and there's one more I couldn't read. But it's interesting how all of those different it looks like uh,
1: anxiety, I think. Syndrome or
0: dis- anxiety, yes. Mm-hmm. All of those different syndromes and disorders—what do they all have in common? They so, have one word in common. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for one of you to say it. What's the one thing they all have in common?
1: Starts with the letter A, basically. No. No.
0: No. That, okay. that has nothing to do with it. Okay. Here's what they all have in common. Mm-hmm. They're all behavioral.
2: Mm.
0: Every one of them, they are all behavioral. Yeah. Not one of those, not one of, not one single disorder on Mm -hmm. that big sign, not one is physical, not one is mental, Mm. exclusively mental. But it has mental elements. Of it. I see. And that's okay. where the
5: schools
1: can benefit from everything there.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Every one of them is behavioral. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. This guy is remarkable. I love this doctor.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So giving him antifungal therapy, antibacterial therapy, macrobiotic diet. Multivitamin ingestion. Do you hear what he just said? Mm-hmm. Where'd you hear that before? You want to know where you heard it? Mm.
0: Right here from Coogly. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where you heard it. Changing her diet saved her life. Yes, she's eating natural, she's eating organic, she's doing supplements, mm-hmm. she's doing um. Oh, oh God! And Let's see what else. Like what the other thing she says: um, "Here, Cookley, you're with us. Schools mm-hmm. teach lies. Mm-hmm. That's what they teach. They teach lies, and that's what we were talking about. That they lie to you to get your money. Oh,
4: absolutely, they do.
0: Listen to Doctor Rom,
4: secretin, horseback riding therapy, and these will not affect autism. Your knowledge." how to understand why he behaves in the manner that he does, how you decontaminate those behaviors, how you handle his anxiety disorder, and his mood dysfunction will make you a successful parent where you could take your child and graduate him from high school. He would still be autistic, but he's employable, and he will have a life. mm
1: mm-hmm, absolutely Did correct. you hear
4: that? Yes.
0: He'll He'll be employable and he'll have a life. Mm -hmm. You can live with autism, but if you let the school system and the government into your life, your child will be institutionalized before they're 20. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed it. Yeah. Okay. Government
1: control it and control them. They they don't
0: want you. They don't want you. Mm -hmm. Listen to what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it slowly. They don't want you to educate yourself. No. especially people in the South. They want to keep you dumb, hillbilly, yep. and stupid. Yeah. Okay? True. And I'm sorry, folks, but I'm just going to say it the fucking way it is. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I'm just going to say it the fucking way it is because that's mm-hmm. the way it is. It's true. says urine therapy? Yeah, why absolutely. is that? Why is urine therapy important? I'm going to tell you why. Because your urine contains... So much toxicity. When you take a piss, mm-hmm. you're literally getting rid of all that stuff in your body mm-hmm. that's been building up all that the sickness, illness, all the germs, all the crap that goes with it. Your, your body does do things. It ingests, it digests, and it expels. Okay. It eats, it digests the food and Mm -hmm. liquid, and it expels it out. Okay? That's what it does. That's all it does. That's all it does. Mm -hmm. But while it's doing this, if you are a person with autism, it's affecting everything that affects you. You understand that? Mm-hmm. Oh yes, it does. Anything,
1: everything you put in your body is hurting your body until you. Uh, like
0: you It said. can, it mm-hmm. certainly can. But by the same token, Amelia, mm-hmm. and thank you for bringing that up. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. By the same token, anything that you put in your body can help your body if it, mm-hmm. if you put the right stuff in it. Exactly. And I'm not <laughs> suggesting that you start, you know, mega doses of vitamins no. by, by any stretch.
2: Because it depends on the vitamins you know, too. But if you have an ear infection, put piss in your ear. It goes away.
0: The other thing mm-hmm. that uh, that urine is important for it, it contain it contains the essence of stem cells. Mm-hmm. Now, what are stem cells? Stem cells are the building block of the body. Mm-hmm. It's what can heal. It's what helps grow. It it's what helps. De, you know deliver us from
3: mm-hmm.
0: um all kinds of sickness all kinds of pain um it it contains pain blockers stem cells are the essence the building blocks of of DNA mm-hmm. in fact DNA can't exist without a stem cell yeah you know they can become yeah you know she says oh yeah there's cells that can become anything you're absolutely right and that's and as I I just explained it Mm -hmm. it can be they can do anything you want them to do literally literally anything you want them to do Mm -hmm. um so let me bring my girls up here um Mm -hmm. Amelia I'm gonna bring you up here Mm -hmm. um put you in the big camera then I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna put Carrie up on the big camera um so what did you glean from what Dr. uh Ram uh Kareem I, I, Rakim? I, I can't, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, doc. If I, right. I can't pronounce <laughs> your name, mm-hmm. I call him Dr. Ram. So, yeah, what, yeah, what, what did you glean by what Dr. Ram said?
1: Basically, you know, he uh pretty much told us right to the point that you know, if you do this correctly if you know if you cough like he was saying that he was explaining if you cough this is a cough but if you do this, this is a how you no review. it's not
0: what he was explaining. Yeah. Carrie uh, go ahead tell, tell everybody what he was doing.
2: He was explaining symptoms versus mm-hmm. actual
0: diagnosis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. He was explaining symptoms versus diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Here's instance, the problem. Versus cold. Here is the problem. The biggest problem is that people are diagnosing autism that shouldn't be diagnosing autism. Because we don't know what autism is yet. No, not yet. We know it's behavioral. That's all we know. We know that there's some connection to the brain. Some connection to the brain. And that's all we know. We don't know the depth or extent or the the length of time that one has to be uh, associative with autism mm-hmm. to affect the mental state. We no, we don't know any of that. No. So what do we know? We know it's behavioral. That's for damn sure. We yeah. know that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And Listen sometimes Doctor Amelia,
4: yeah. pay attention to this. Watch. Mm-hmm speech disorder, speech delay, speech apraxia, developmental language disorder, expressive language disorder, or sensory issues, sensory integration disorder, etc., etc. But nowadays, what I tell people is, autism is a behavior disorder. It is predominantly a disorder of regulation. Autistic children do not regulate their ability to eat, Behave? Did the doctor just confirm
0: what I said a moment ago? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's regulatory, it's behavioral. Right. If you regulate the behavior, you regulate the disease. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? I got a woman in a chat room named Cookley that gave you a thousand examples of how you do that. She's the kind of woman I'd like to have on this panel, because she knows her shit. Amazing, listen to this doctor. I love this guy.
4: Eliminate, meaning number two, stool, or any of the so-called activities a child automatically learns as he gets older. So he may have the ability, but he does not regulate his behavior. That also applies to sleep. They do not know how to regulate their sleep. They don't understand it's sleep time. So the comorbidities in children have mostly to do with life every day. Eating, sleeping, toilet, because it's an extraordinary disorder of regulation of normal bodily activities.
0: Are you hearing what he's saying? Mm -hmm. Regulating normal bodily activity. Mm -hmm. It's all repetition, behavior. If you teach a child in the way he should go, he will go. Okay? Okay? Where have you heard that before? From the Bible.
4: Jeez, Mm -hmm. imagine that. Okay? And expected behavioral features. So I now put them in the terms of regulatory disorder to make people understand the intellect may be there the iq is there eventually he may do well if you would only learn to regulate his body and his behavior
0: mm-hmm. did you hear that yes remarkable
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay so tell me amelia mm-hmm. what did he say
1: well regulate his bo- his uh, sleep time make sure he has the could go to bed at a certain time every night Make sure uh, he's fed at a certain time every day. Uh, of course, you know, have a certain time that he plays. Like we, mm-hmm. we did, we had a strict. Circuit what's he environment saying right?
0: in a nutshell? Tell me what he's saying in a nutshell.
1: Make sure that they, he has a strict circuit environment at home. Or exactly. Strict, you know.
0: Exactly. Hello.
1: Yeah. That's what we Behavior did. Behavior
0: modification.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what I'm we did. Proud of you, kid. We had a st- time that he would go to bed a certain time at every night. A certain time, I would make sure that he ate his supper every night. That's what we did. We always had uh, All supper right. now, every night. like that. Carrie,
0: yes, it's you up in the hot seat, baby. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> how can you not love Carrie? She's married to a guy called himself the dirt digger. Okay, come on. <laughs>
2: Like a clown. No, I'm kidding. And she's got ah. red
0: hair. <laughs> like literally. Oh, like it was darker. Pink and red long, and though. white. It's
2: pink. It's pink. Something. Mm-hmm. Whatever.
0: And she says, I'm also very psychic. I absorb energies. No, Coogly, me. send your email address to Amelia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but I am a psychic. Yes, yes. is. That's legit. Okay. Um. So go ahead. I'm sorry, Carrie. Continue.
2: You didn't ask me anything. Oh,
0: I want to see <laughs> the comment right? on the doctor. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm leaving now. Bye. No, I <laughs> want to see the comment what, on on the doctor. So
2: okay. So let me give let me give an example, kind of like my daughter, right? So she's used to, yes, structure in school. But she is used to structure at home, too. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, if her schedule gets thrown off, like for any reason, she's like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's like uh, energizer, Bunny all over the place. So she has to have that certain thing going on. Now, since she's a little older, it's a little different. But when she was, no, if if we miss dinner time. Yeah, She didn't like it. She got mad. If she didn't get the exact amount of time on the computer chat every day, she would get upset. If she didn't do this, like she did every day, she would do this. She was expecting that to happen every single day. Mm-hmm. So once they get a pattern and they get used to it, if it gets broken, there's no stability there. It's, there's mm-hmm. nothing there.
0: There's a structure. You're there. absolutely right.
2: Uh-huh. Same You're thing,
0: absolutely with right.
2: Carly, yeah, little Carly's too, but she is used to her schedule every day. So let me tell you what that is. We go to bed at night, mm-hmm. she goes to bed with me. She waits for her dad to get home. She will not go to sleep without her dad being home.
3: Uh-huh. There you it, go, she's
2: used to it. So we wait for him, she'll go to sleep. I get up and go to work in the mornings. She gets up with me, she gets breakfast, she gets her sippy cup with milk, she gets her TV turned on. When I take lunch break, she eats her lunch and she yep. knows every day. Same thing. If I'm late for her lunch break or her food for lunch, oh, she has a fit. Uh-huh. Um, she knows when dinner time is. She knows when bout time is. She knows. So she's so used to it. If I break that and I'm late or I'm early to do it, she's unexpected. So it's like, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, she's two, so she can't tell time, but
1: oh, she. Yeah. They know. They really do. Yeah. They know about that age. They
0: absolutely know. Mm-hmm. As I said, there's a fine line mm-hmm. between brilliance and insanity. There is, yes. There's also a fine line between autism and living a very nice, decent, normal life. Mm-hmm. Even with autism, you can live a nice, decent, normal yes. life. It's sure. all a matter of. Structuring how you live What Mm -hmm. you do When you do it Who you do it with or for or to Do you understand Oh yes Watch this This is Dr. Rom again This is the last video you're going to see But you're going to see this doctor Do something I've never seen any doctor do He's going to admit he was wrong
4: Watch this (laughs) I have now encountered several children who are now already 18 or 20, that I diagnose as autism, but the psychiatrist may have carried them as ADD, ADHD at the age of 10, may have carried them as a mood, labile mood disorder at 12 or 13, major depressive disorder at 17 or 18, but now the child is already 20. The mother and the child are in front of me. I go back to get history of what he was like at two, five and seven. I make a diagnosis of autism and I say, this autistic child of yours, now twenty, had this when he was two, this when he was five and he was hyperactive, diagnosed as ADHD, diagnosed as mood disorder, subsequently diagnosed as bipolar disorder. But in fact, these are all manifestations of the condition he all along had. But what is the mother supposed to do? When she was two, when he was two, she went to a pediatrician. When he was seven, she had moved to another town. When he was twelve, he went to a therapist. When he was fourteen, he went to a psychiatrist. Is she supposed to keep that together? She's not the professional. But if the community understands it, if the medical community understands that a child who's diagnosed to be autistic at twenty may have gone through all of those. We will raise our awareness of identifying the five-year-old who has those symptoms. Oh my goodness, could he be autistic with this symptom? Well, we are nowhere near that. Are you, now, are you hearing what he's saying?
0: Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. remarkable, Carrie. Let's. Let's. Um, I'm going to keep Doctor. Uh, where he is right now, we're going to go right back to him. But I want to bring mm-hmm. you up here because you've got a lot more practical experience with this than <laughs> Amelia does, from you know uh, a child raising standpoint. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true, Amelia. Yeah, I, I, was, gonna...
1: like, I, was, I had the ADHD
0: part. You had, you know.
2: Oh, this she, yeah. she a lot of things they say.
0: Mm-hmm. She what well, by by ADHD part? She means I have to work with Angelo. <laughs>
2: Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. That's OCD, not ADHD. Oh,
0: yeah, this is true too. I I will not deny it. I will not deny it. Oh, agree well, Let's talk about right. It's, it's probably true. You know, I mean, I, I've never been diagnosed, but I might be a little, you know, myself. But I digress. Um, I'm gonna go see Carrie's doctor. No. <laughs>
2: i have
0: a cd that's truth so i let's think we talk all do a doctor by the way his last name is his name is dr Ram karam
2: karam yeah yeah, I karam, like, hey, yeah. I think that's karam
0: <laughs> is that not how you say, say it karam karam uh,
2: i think so
1: karam. yeah yeah
0: i finally got it right it took me the whole show to get it right but i got it right <laughs> um here's the thing let's talk about what dr Ram said Okay. Um, he confirmed everything we talked about. He also said, "I've diagnosed children Uh with autism that were ADHD, attention deficit, Asperger's, hyperactivity disorder." He He said, "You heard him say that." Uh But you also heard him say. Here's how to deal with it. Like Amelia said a moment ago, structured environment, behavior modification, repetitive behavior, the same repetitive behavior that's bad for them can be turned into something good. We uh, we talked a moment ago, or Mm -hmm. earlier in the show, actually, Mm -hmm. about this young man I saw on TikTok wearing... He had to have these glasses because they were mm-hmm. yeah. like the comforting thing for him, mm-hmm. right? Some people, it's a blanket. Some people, it's a stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. He had to have those glasses. They were comforting. Yeah. If you can replace that comfort mechanism with something else, he won't need that teddy bear or those yeah. glasses or that, that uh-uh. the blanket, you know? It's all a matter of changing the child or adult's Mm -hmm. perspective. Right. Changing their mental outlook to adjust to their new behavior.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. And I'm not a doctor, folks, but this is common sense shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I sure sound like a fucking doctor right now. But this is all common sense. Mm -hmm. The problem is here's the biggest problem and Carrie you dealing with this every day you're going to understand exactly what i'm talking about the biggest problem is the medical community and schools love they love to complicate shit they don't want anything simple no they, they want not. it to be complicated and complex and and uh, and deep and heady why so that you'll be confused you won't know what questions to ask and you'll just take their word for it. And to and deal with it with what? medication. And that's what they do, Amelia. Mm-hmm. That's what they do.
1: That's the only way they want to deal with it is with medication. And also...
2: They're hard to understand. Oh,
0: Kukli also... makes a valid point, Amelia mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and Carrie. Kukli makes a very valid point. Some mental illnesses come from past life trauma. hmm What about these kids who have witnessed the father beating up the mother or witnessed the the mother killing the father Mm -hmm. or witnessed a a, a family tragedy? Kids, Mm -hmm. they're like sponges. They absorb. I wrote a book. I've written Mm -hmm. two books in my life. And they're both available. I've written a book called Psychic Fingerprints. Okay. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I've written a book called Stay Tuned, all right? These books talk about, and I talk about it in these books, Mm -hmm. about how what we do affects everything and everybody around us. It's the same thing with our kids. Mm -hmm. You can't change that. Or the idea is they think you can't change it. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the school system right. and the government and the doctors, oh, you have to let us take care of it. We're the professionals. Bullshit, you are.
1: Because no, they don't want us to do the research. They don't want us. They want us to believe them and do what they say because they're the ones that know everything. They don't want us to think that we're smart enough.
0: Cookley, just again, Cookley nailed it. We talked about mm-hmm. there's no money in urine therapy. That's true. Uh-huh. and good and it should stay that way because guess what if they haven't figured out a way to make any money off of it they're not going mm-hmm. to invest the time that's true that's why people like Cookley and others yeah. will do it themselves everything is connected yeah. God is everything and, and and i believe Cookley. now you're talking my language uh-huh. sister <laughs> you are talking my language
1: and what they don't um, tell you is also if you're going to pay attention to your child or if they want attention, don't give them attention the negative way, give them attention the positive way.
4: Speaking of which, I see children just being treated for those comorbidities or co-occurring symptoms and not arrive at the crux of the diagnosis, autism. And this happens because he has normal intellect, he's good at math, and he's going through the grades, but his behavior. Sticks him out. And he's not having a good time in school. He's having serious social issues. He's being bullied. He's being called a nerd. He's being called oddball. So it's a parents. The parents must learn this material.
0: Do you hear what he said? Mm-hmm. The parents must learn to stand up. Exactly. Is what he said. Mm-hmm. That's the essence. That's why I love that doctor. Because she tells the truth. You know, yep. and a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. It's oh, it's, it's, it's a, an inconvenient truth. Well, guess what? You've got two thick. choices. You can live the way you're living. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What is this here? Oh, hold on. You should look into uh, she's regression therapist. I know, you know what? I don't put a lot of stock. In uh, regression therapy, I really don't because it's too easily contrived and faked. Um, I and I and I have the proof, the data, and documentation to prove that. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to find me a big supporter of regression therapy uh, in any form or fashion. I've done regression therapy; it's too easy to manipulate. Right. So, and we have to be very careful about junk science. And that's what Dr. Rahm is warning everyone of. Junk yeah. science. Stay away from the junk. Don't believe what they tell you. Do your own research. Educate yourself, mom and dad. You understand? Uh-huh. Do it yourself. On that uh-huh. note, uh-huh. we have to say goodnight. Uh-huh. Let me see if we got anything left. Did I miss Anything? In the chat room. Um, Mm -hmm. double checking here. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh Mm -hmm. know the truth and the truth will set you free. Okay, yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Use special interest to teach them. All the kind of stuff that we talked about, positive reinforcement, everything we talked about, you know. It's all connected. It's all a matter of just listening. Just to listening. Kids, that's
1: all. Listen to all right, them. Amelia,
0: mm-hmm. what's coming up tomorrow night on the roundtable?
1: On our roundtable, we will be discussing the uh, Georgia Guidestones. We, for a while, thought that they were you know, able to visit. And all of a sudden, we found out a few months ago that they were demolished. Because the Georgia life...
4: Guidestones
0: were blown up yep. about uh around oh, Ju- july. july of twenty two. Yeah. Bye. Um uh... we have some interesting information as to you know i I've, I've the last couple of days I've played connect the dots. Yeah and we're gonna and, you- and these gonna dots seem to hold on a million. Mm-hmm. These dots seem to connect to a woman in Georgia who ran for governor.
1: Oh uh, yes. a
0: bit of a fucking kook. Uh-huh. Um, a religious zealot for sure. Yep. At the very least, um, we are going to talk the guidestones tomorrow night. Cookley, I'd like to invite you to join us for tomorrow night's show. I will send you a link, and <laughs> I will get you in like Flynn. I'll take care of you, okay? <laughs> um, for sure. Yes. So let me know if you want to join me.
3: Uh, and
0: um,
1: on uh. Tuesday next week, we're going to have a little bit of a great show. I'm not going to give you too much detail right now because we'll actually let you know Friday and then a little bit more advertising, a little bit more because it's going to be a great show Tuesday, so we're going to keep it a
0: secret. No, well, I'm going to tell them. Really right now? Yeah, I'm going to tell them right like, now. All right. We're going to expose Dwayne The Rock Johnson for the piece of shit he really is. Yep. Yep. That's a you big heard it. story. At me, me, I love The Rock Not no more.
1: You know why I did that? Because I wanted to give you the pleasure to do it.
0: (laughs) Sure, you did. I did. You're so full of shit. Please. Oh
1: come on! You know you wanted (laughs) to say it.
0: You are so full of shit. You are such a bullshitter. Get the fuck. You
2: you. wanted me to be Miss Tuffy on the show. That's what I'm No longer the Pitbull is called uh, the bullshitter. (laughs) Hey, you wanted me to be more tough on the show, so
1: that's why. And then on the twenty, 27- She knows who
0: the mad dog is. I yeah. made her the pit bull.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I made her the pit bull. And
1: he wanted to be more tough on the show. so that's We are why going to
0: expose Dwayne The Rock Johnson for the dirtbag he really is. He wanted We're to going to find out what The Rock really has behind that smile. That million dollar smile. Well, guess what, folks? Come to find out that that golden smile is quite tarnished quite quite tarnished and we're going to dig into it tuesday night yeah. next wednesday milia what you got going on
1: bipolar disorder we're going to talk about that. you one. and
0: carrie and i am out of that one and they are going thank god thank god he's out of that <laughs> one. and thursday on the round table we're going to discuss the news of the week mm-hmm. and everything that happened on our show so ladies and gentlemen for carrie the panda queen jeffries for amelia the pit bull. i need to study my autism chapman <laughs> i am angelo the mad dog Discipio. yeah i'm a
1: mad dog <laughs>
0: goodbye will you shut up i'm trying to sign off oh my god good night folks <laughs> i'm gonna have to talk to these two take care <laughs>